The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for being here. Everyone has the day off, whether you work or not, and so you could be anywhere and you're here, and I appreciate that. So I'm Haley. And it's um, good to be here. I've just inhaled like a whole bottle of peppermint. So hopefully that will prevent me from coughing all the way through <laughs> this phone call. Um, anyway, all right. I see lots of familiar um, familiar names. So welcome back. And I see a couple new people. So um, welcome to my call. We're going to talk about sleep today. I apologize for needing to reschedule it. Last week, a couple people reached out and said, hey, I saw you on the schedule, and and then you weren't there. And uh, we have work going on at our house, and so the jackhammer outside would have probably drowned out anything that I was sharing. I wouldn't have made for a very good broadcast. <laughs> so here we are today, and we're going to talk about sleep, and then I'll be back next Monday um, to get back on track with that every other week um, call. So, but um, sleep is important. It's something we all need, right? So um, there are, we'll talk a little bit about safety as we go along. Um, it, you know, there's a lot of sort of like pre- important information when it comes to essential oils, one being safety, another meaning being purity and how pure are the oils that you're using so that you can actually not be putting more toxins into your body and get the effects that you're desiring. Um, and then there's also, um, you know, some other, like I said, safety type stuff and, and what are essential oils and pretty much essential oils are, um, they're, really strong, <laughs> potent components of plants. Um, and they can come from the twigs, the roots, the leaves, the flowers, um, any part of a plant, the oil is contained within those parts of the plant and it can be either steam distilled or cold pressed in order to get the essential oil. And um, if you're new to essential oils, please please do reach out to me. I'll give you my information um, at the end. But if you're new to them, please do reach out to me if any of that sort of basic information um, you need some clarity on. Um, if you need clarity on safety with essential oils, especially when it comes to using them with animals in the house, Again, please do reach out to me. I actually can refer you to a seminar that's going to happen this Thursday with my friend, Dr. Rourke, and it's all about essential oils with safeties, and it's a free um, something that you can listen to. So if you're interested in that, let me know, and I can send you that link. Um, but I'm not going to cover that today in this call because an hour flies by, and if I did that at the beginning of every single call, then we wouldn't get to the juiciness of what we want to talk about. So... Um, so like I said, today we're going to talk about sleep. So staying healthy and um, involves several things, right? Eating well, moving more, and um, decreasing our stress, and getting enough sleep. And to me, sleep seems like it should be the easiest of them, right? Like we can't always, we can't always bump up that, find that motivation that we need to move more, or we don't always have the time to, um, plan 
or um, have the know-how, even have the knowledge to do the eating healthy thing, right? Whatever your reasons are for why you don't eat the healthiest, whatever your reasons are for not moving more, um, you know, that's individual for each person, but it seems like sleep really should be the easiest of them because we are all crawling into either a bed or on a couch or something, it's just a matter of laying down. And so it seems like it really should be the easiest of them. But I feel like for so many people, it's really not something that comes all that easy. And myself, I'm including myself in that category. Um, 33%, and I feel like that's even a low number, but you know, when I was looking up some stuff, it says that 33% of Americans do not get the necessary sleep that they need each night. And what we each need can vary. So for adults, um, it's like the recommended amount of hours is seven hours of sleep, seven to eight hours of sleep. For children, that's even more. So it can be anywhere up to even um, 10, 12 hours of sleep for children. Um, and I find like, my grandma, who's 92, she barely sleeps at all. <laughs> and she does okay on that. Um, so it does, it does vary. But, um, you know, for our age group, um, you know, seven to eight hours is, is a recommended amount. And, um, and like I said, it seems like it should be an easy thing. But there's no miracle, no miracle cure, but there are definitely some things that you can do to set you up for increasing your chances of getting a good night's sleep. And so we're going to cover some of those here in just a little bit. Um, we're going to focus on essential oils because that's what this call is. And if we have time at the end, then I'll also share some other things like, um, you know, like decreasing clutter in the area where you sleep. Um putting your, turning your TV off or your phone off, getting that blue light, um, you know, out as, as a distraction prior to, right? Shutting your mind down prior to actually laying down. So if we have time at the end, I will go through some of those other suggestions. And if we don't have time at the end, but you're interested in that, I can send you this entire document that I sort of typed up for the class. So um, anyway, so we'll talk about that in a little bit here. But um, when sleep loss is a regular thing in your life, um, <clears throat> it can lead to changes in your nervous system. It can lead to long-term health conditions. It can um, exacerbate current health conditions that you already have. For example, things like, these are some of the, the things that sleep can impact. So it can um, influence diabetes, heart disease, um, mental health conditions, if you're someone who deals already with anxiety or depression, um, not getting enough sleep can, for me, for sure, makes me more irritable, makes me less able to deal with what might be causing some anxiety or getting me down. It might, you know, really um, challenge me in being realistic and not pessimistic <laughs> or being optimistic maybe instead of pessimistic um, if I'm already dealing with like a, a depressive state and then now I'm not getting enough sleep. Um, <clears throat> some of the symptoms that you might see if you are sleep deprived are things like waking up feeling unrefreshed, hands up, <laughs> um, daytime sleepiness, not so much because I don't really sit still long enough to, <laughs> I'm usually on the move, but daytime sleepiness can definitely be a symptom. 
um, falling asleep during the day, difficulty functioning at work, at home, or at school, um, trouble concentrating or having a slower reaction time, mood changes like what I talked about above, difficulty regulating like your um, emotional reactions and responses to things. Um, if you spend more than 30 minutes trying to fall asleep at night. So that can differ for all of us, right? Like I don't have a problem falling asleep, probably because I am just so busy during the day that I sort of crash. Um, but I do have trouble staying asleep. That's my issue. Um, feeling tired in the morning despite getting a really good night's sleep. Waking up frequently during the night. Again, that's me. Um, snoring or gasping for air might be another thing and and just know that I'm not a doctor um it, I'm not saying that um not to go get this checked out if right um it was possible that you need to have a sleep study done and maybe you need a CPAP machine and the oils that we're going to talk about if you are someone that's already on a CPAP machine um, we can talk about some ways that you can incorporate that into um what's already you know what you're already trying um the causes for sleep loss or inability to get a good night's sleep can also vary for each of us. So I'm going to read through the list if any of this um, resonates with you. <clears throat> um, poor sleep habits, some of the stuff like we talked about earlier. Um, you know, for me, a cluttered house means a cluttered mind. And if my mind is cluttered, then shutting that all down is, is difficult for me. Um, overbooking yourself, having too much of a full schedule so that you really just don't even have the recommended time to lay down and, and get the sleep. For women, menstrual cycle can influence your sleep, um, pregnancy, menopause. Um, a lot of people say like, I've never had a problem with sleep until I hit menopause and boom, <laughs> there happens. I mean, if there's menopause, there's got to be menopause. I'm sure like menopause must be a something that um, men's hormones change too, right? So um, stress is definitely a factor in whether or not you're able to shut down and, and fall asleep. Um, issues in your sleep environment, and that can mean like noise outside. It can mean the temperature of your house. Are you someone that gets overheated? Um, are there lights shining through, you know, from outside that you're still able to see and, or, um, you know, do you, <laughs> do you sleep with someone else who likes to have the lights on because they're reading and you're like, oh, honey, I need to, I, I, it's time for bed. Um, medical conditions can definitely influence um, sleep. Medications for sure. Things like steroids, um, decongestants, meds for depression or anxiety. Um, pain meds, you know, there's lots of different medications that can definitely influence um, your ability to sleep and whether or not those, they have stimulants in them that are keeping you awake. Um, again, like I said before, mental health conditions um, and un undiagnosed sleep conditions such as like insomnia or um, sleep apnea, restless leg syndrome, those types of things. All right. So we're going to get into the, the oils and sort of um, what what routine has helped me. So again, I, I sort of for a long time, I don't remember when sleep issues started for me. And 
if I said to you that I can look back and say that it was, it started when my vision started really progressively getting worse. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think things creep up on us. And before we know it, you know, it just seems like it's been a forever thing. So I have RP and, you know, my, my vision has gradually gotten worse, but sleep issues have been part of my life for as long as I can remember, probably not as a child, but definitely as a young adult until now. And, um, and for me, sleep or lack of sleep can look like several different things. It can look like um, not, you know, like falling asleep and then waking up and just being awake for the rest of the night. I mean, there's been nights that I've only slept two or three hours at a night and that's gone on for like 14 or 15 days. Um, I do not, I'm not bipolar. I, I do know that if, you know, if you're someone that suffers or deals with bipolar and you're in one of those manic states, right, that can be a, a thing as well. But for me, it's not a, um, it's not a mental health or mental illness or, you know, anything that it's just insomnia really for me or, and not being able to shut my mind down. If I wake up, then as soon as I'm awake, I'm thinking of a thousand things. And so the first three days of that two hours of sleep, I may um, function okay. And then like day number three or four, I really start to struggle. And then on day number eight or nine, you know, it then becomes sort of a normal again for me. Not that it's enjoyable because like, I don't want to be up at, you know, one o'clock in the morning and sitting here when everyone else starts coming down at six o'clock. Um, it just makes for a really difficult day. So it could look like that for me. Um, more often than not, though, for me, sleep issues are just falling asleep, but not staying asleep and waking up several times during the night. Um, but since I've incorporated some of these things into my health plan, I'm definitely noticing like a huge difference. Now, I still do need to stop drinking water at a certain point. Most of my getting up in the night now is because I drank too much too close to bedtime. <laughs> so just know that. Um, but research has shown that essential oils actually do activate and interact with the parasympathetic nervous system. And the, parasympath the parasympathetic nervous system um, is a network of nerves that actually helps your body to deal with actually during and after like stressful situations. So you might think of, it, of that as like the fight or flight kind of situation. Um, when our body isn't ever really relaxed, it can influence other things like digestion and cardiac health and things like that. So the fact that we can use essential oils to directly impact that parasympathetic nervous system and help our bodies to better deal with those situations when they arise um, is a really cool thing because I mean they're not invasive they're natural um, they're easy to grab they they're portable and so the fact that we have such an easy remedy um, you know they don't have all the side effects the fact that we have that easy remedy at our fingertips is really cool so um, I am going to share with you some of the oils that I incorporate into my daily um, 
and I change mine up really. I change them up based on um, there's some that are a little bit more um, if I have like a, a, if I'm having a migraine or something that day and my tummy is a little bit more sensitive than this first one that I'm going to tell you about. I might not grab that one first because it can be a little um, overwhelming for me sometimes. Um, but on a, on a day that my tummy feels fine, this might be the first one. It's actually the one that sits in my bedside drawer that if I wake up in the night that I grab it. Um, so just know that as we go through, maybe there'll be one or two that you say absolutely not. I hate the smell of that. And there might be others that you um, would be really drawn to and changing it up is a good thing. Like change from time to time is a good thing for any of our bodies just so they don't get so used to it. So the first one I'm going to talk about is called Serenity. And it is what it is. It is what it said. It's, it's our restful blend doTERRA's restful blend um, and it's a combination of a bunch of oils and we'll go into some of the properties or some of these other oils individually but this particular blend is um, lavender um, trying to think ylang ylang cedarwood coriander um, roman chamomile it's got vanilla in it it's got um, marjoram in it so it's a blend of a bunch of different oils that have been shown to um shut our bodies and minds down for various different reasons. Um, Serenity from, from doTERRA can be purchased in a couple of different ways. So whatever one settles with you, you know, the best. Um, I use it in the essential oil in a roller bottle that sits by my bedside table. And what that means is that it's already blended with fractionated coconut oil, a carrier oil that makes it um, diluted and less opportunities for your body to like to have a skin sensitivity to it. It also stretches it a bit further um, and it comes in a 10 ml roller bottle and it's just a matter of, you know, rolling it onto the back of your neck, um, onto your wrists. Like for me, when I sleep, I sleep with my my hands up by my face. And so rolling it onto my wrists, I'm guaranteed that I'm going to have that that aroma right there. Um, we've talked on previous calls about how essential oils and the aromatic properties of them through our olfactory nerve actually um, directly impact our limbic system. And our limbic system is what controls our emotions. It's our emotional control center. So if part of what prevents you from getting a good night's sleep is your inability to shut down negative thoughts or worries or um, the way that you might be feeling about something that happened during the day, then just know that that rolling this on and having that fragrance or that aroma up by your face, that alone um, is going to help your body to process through whatever it's going through and to relax so that you can get a better night's sleep. So um, so the serenity can be rolled onto the bottoms of your feet. And that's going to be the case. Like a lot of the application or usages, usages, uses <laughs> for um, one day, there's going to be a blooper reel of things that Haley's not sure how to word on ACB community calls. Um, so a lot of the uses for these various oils are going to be the same um, and if, and you know, if there's, there's the only difference might be is that some of them are safe for internal use and could be put in a tea or something like that. And some of them not. And I will let you know, as we go through, 
Um, but serenity could be rolled onto the bottoms of your feet before bedtime. Um, that's a really great way to use your essential oils, especially if you want the benefits of a specific oil, but you don't necessarily like the smell of it. It's the furthest point away from your nose, but you're still going to get the benefits. So rolling it onto the bottoms of your feet and or putting your socks on or not, I would die if I wore socks to bed, but some people love it. Um, you can do it, um, use the essential oil simply by either rolling the roller bottle into the palm of your hand or buying the straight oil that hasn't been diluted and putting a drop or two into the palm of your hand, rubbing your hands together and cupping your hands over your nose and your mouth and taking in some deep breaths. Um, you could use serenity in an Epsom salt bath before going to bed if you're a person that takes a bath. Um, I usually just do a little bit of Epsom salts and or pink Himalayan salt with a, a little bit of a carrier oil just because it will help the essential oil disperse into the Epsom salts. And then just putting a, you know, a quarter, I usually do about a quarter of a cup in, in a bath. Um, if you are a person that doesn't take baths and you want to utilize your oils this way, you can just take your bottle of essential oil and um, turn it upside down and just put a few drops on the bathtub or the shower floor. The steam from the shower will waft that fragrance up into the air. Just be careful because there are oils and so they're, you know, slick. So I usually do mine like at the back of the bathtub, the furthest away from the faucet, um, not where, you know, I'm going to be standing and a couple of drops isn't going to make or break it, but just know that if you put them on your um, shower floor, just to be careful of that. Um, the other way that you can use Serenity if the roller bottle, you know, isn't your thing and, and the straight oil isn't your thing is you can actually take the Serenity in a soft gel. And this is my preferred way to use Serenity um, in order for me to fall asleep. I actually have like a little cocktail of supplements that I take before bedtime that my daughter now has started taking. And it involves um, one Copaiba one serenity and one adaptive soft gel and I just take those about 30 minutes before I go to bed and um, and that's what helps me to fall asleep now if I wake up in the night then I have the roller bottle of serenity sitting in my bedside table that I can grab and apply to my wrists um, you know to help me to to fall back to sleep so that's serenity um, it right now, typically we can't buy Serenity in the 10 ml roller bottle, um, but I think, and I hope I'm not misspeaking, it was a special in July and I think there's still some of that left. Um, and so um, for me, if I, if I don't have this roller bottle, then I just make my own up. I just do um, 20 to 30 drops of an essential oil in the 10 ml roller bottle and then fill it up with my fractionated coconut oil or my jojoba oil. And so if there's an oil that doesn't come in what we refer to as a touch blend, then um, you know you can make your own if you feel so inclined. Um, lavender I think is probably um, the most commonly thought of essential oil when we think about what can help with sleep. It is in the Serenity blend. 
lavender, I feel like, is something you either love or you hate. <laughs> um, there's not a whole lot of in between. It can evoke a lot of memories of, you know, people from your past or experiences from your past. So if you have a negative um, experience associated with lavender, um, using it now may evoke those negative memories. It might not be the last, it might not be the best, I mean, thing that you want to use to calm you down if it's just going to um, bring up, you know, negative experiences. But I feel like it's either something that people love or, or hate. Um, we talked about lavender three weeks ago, did we? Three or four? I don't know. It was recently anyway, maybe last time was fitness and the time before that was lavender. But we did recently talk about lavender. So I'm not going to go into it in depth, but um, you would use it much the same way as you would the serenity. So you can um, roll onto the bombs of your feet, put into a diffuser. Um, a, a few of you that are on here today actually recently purchased um, doTERRA's bubble diffuser. And um, it's a diffuser that doesn't require water or measuring drops. You just simply screw your bottle of essential oil into the diffuser and then turn the button on and it put, puffs out like the mist of the essential oils. So lavender would be a really good one to um, either sit by your lazy boy as you're winding down at night um, or have it next to your bed. Um, you know, if you wake up in the middle of night to go to the bathroom, it's motion censored. So it's going to, um, it's going to sense that you got up and walked by. It's going to puff out that lavender. You're going to smell that aroma. And uh, the bubble diffuser is, I just want a disclaimer, it's not something that's available all the time. It was a special, if it, if it come, becomes available again, I will post in the ACB community Facebook page like I did before, just so that people know, because it is something that's very, um, it's very handy for us as blind and visually impaired people who may feel a little intimidated with measuring drops. Um, there's also another diffuser called the Mist Diffuser, which is a, a wall plug-in um, that also you just screw your bottle into. So if I see those come up as specials, I will definitely um, let you guys know that they're available. Um, if for now, though, if you're comfortable with using um, a water diffuser, it's just a matter of putting you know, five or six drops of your lavender into the diffuser and putting the lid on and turning the butt, pushing the button and it will, um, you know, they usually they can be set for to go for an hour and then turn off or two hours or continual. Um, so diff each diffuser is different that way. But diffusing this in your bedroom, um, I usually like to put mine on half an hour before I go to bed so that by the time I head upstairs and crawl into bed, that aroma is already wafting through my bedroom and preparing my mind for for shutting down and going to sleep. Um, you can add a few drops of lavender or any of these oils to um, your pillowcase. You can put them directly on your pillowcase. Just know whether or not they're dark in color because I wouldn't want to suggest to you to use an oil on a white pillowcase that was dark and the potential for it to stain your pillowcase is, is definitely there. Um, you can make up a linen spray and do it that way. That way it does dilute it a little bit and then um, you know, you're gonna smell it throughout the night. If all of that sounds a little like not you, <laughs> then 
simply putting a couple drops onto a cotton ball or a cotton pad or a tissue. You could put a couple drops onto it and just tuck it inside of your pillowcase. You will definitely smell it um, that way throughout the night. Um, and you can put lavender. doTERRA's lavender is actually safe for internal use. We've used it a lot in cooking and different things in our house. And so if you already had a chamomile tea or something that you enjoy at nighttime, you could put a drop of um, lavender into that chamomile tea. I would probably, me personally, take a little bit of honey or something and put the lavender, you know, mix the lavender with the honey and then stir it into my tea. But you can just drop it straight into your, your tea if you want it as well. And a really fun way to use these oils is um, especially for kiddos, but you know, I know there's adults who love stuffed animals and blankets and stuff, you know, at bedtime as well, is to just simply put a couple drops of your favorite um, sleepy time oil onto um, a blanket that you sleep with or a stuffed animal that your child sleeps with, um, you know, and do it that way. Um, are you leaving? Okay, honey, love you. <laughs> um, and so um, that's a really easy way to just, you know, for your child, grandchild, or you to have the oils with you throughout the night. It's just to put a couple drops onto that stuffed animal or whatever it is that you sleep with. Um, how am I doing for time, Trish? It's 30 minutes after the hour. Okay. All right. I have a huge long list here of things. <laughs> so I, I'm going to, Trish, are you available if I open it up, stop right here for a minute and open it up to see if there's any hands raised? If you're not, then that's okay. And I can keep going. I just don't want to really have to toggle between, but I, but I could. It's not a big deal if I have to do that. No hands in Zoom at this time. Okay. Oh, we got one. All right. Um, actually, we got two. Heidi, you are first. Go ahead. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. <laughs> Mic down. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey, I have a quick question for you. I'm yes. wanting. I'm wanting to know if you have anything that contains lemon, rosemary, and lavender. Oh, any blends. I'm trying to think of there any blends that have all of those. And if you can't think of them right now, you can always email me later. Yeah, I, I want and... to do it as a cat deterrent. I know that sounds really oh. silly, but <laughs> um, yeah, I'll but look have... and see if there's any that have all three of those in it. Yeah, yeah. And just get back to me whenever. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome, right. my friend. Thanks for being here. Of course. Mayor Lee, go ahead. Marilee, are you going to ask a question or impart some wisdom about something that's already working for you? <laughs> no pressure. Marilee, you're still muted. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna share an oil while Mary Lee unmutes. Um no, so she's still um 
Still muted. Okay. Am I unmuted? Oh, Press there CMD you are. plus tilde to reach yeah. pop-up and lower hand. Sorry about Press that. CMD My plus phone. tilde to reach pop-up and lower hand. Um, Haley, could you talk about... Press CMD plus tilde to reach pop-up and right. lower hand. Potega? Press CMD plus no. tilde to reach pop-up and lower hand. I thought it was hmm. also to help you sleep. Co I, is it am, and, and it's a doTERRA supplement or not? Uh, well. Oh, I'll, Copaiba. I, Copaiba. Yeah. Yeah. Copaiba. That's yes. That's okay. Thank yeah. You. Yes, you're welcome. So I actually, um, I initially didn't start taking Copaiba for the sleep benefits of it. Um, copaiba is in the in the essential oil world we I guess some would would say it's similar in what it does for us as like a CBD except oh. that um, we it does you know CBD has it's from what I understand there's not a lot of regulatory um, requirements what's that Looks like you're done talking. So we'll <laughs> um, lower your CBD, hand in eight seconds. You know, there's not a lot of like regulatory requirements as Press to CMD like the purity depending on where you buy hand. it from. Hand lowered. So I mean, they both target the same pain receptors within our bodies in the cannabinoid system of our bodies, and so. Um, some have compared, um, and maybe I'll do like a whole call on what is the difference between CBD and, and Copaiba, but a lot of people really use Copaiba in the essential oil world for, for pain, but it oh. also just in general relaxes our central nervous system. And so it does also work great for sleep because it does help our bodies to sort of shut down. Um, not shut down like in a bad way, but just to sort of unwind. And so copaiba can be purchased in like the straight essential oil, or it can be purchased in the soft gel. It also can be purchased in the um, in the touch blend that I talked about in the roller bottle blend. So um, so I do I do incorporate it into my um, sleep routine because um, I don't have a lot of pain at bedtime but for some people pain really is a factor into why they're not sleeping right if you're in pain you're not going to get comfortable and so by incorporating that into my sleep routine if I am having any sort of migraine if I am having sort of any neck stiffness or tension um, lower back pain whatever incorporating the copaiba into my my sleep system or sleep routine not only shuts my body helps my body to shut down but it does help with any sort of issues that I might be having surrounding pain that might be contributing to my sleep is it harmful okay. to take every night no no it's not harmful I take it every night I've been taking it every night for quite a long time <laughs> yeah my mom takes copaiba um every day under her tongue with frankincense um i actually my dogs both get copaiba and frankincense every day um 
in their food, or actually I give it to them on a treat because um, it's just so good for our, our body and our central nervous system in general. Um, so yeah, no, it's definitely not harmless to take it every day. Okay. I mean, it's not harmful. I have, and we do have, I have the soft gels, but I've never used it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So next time you have like a, you um, know, I'm, have... oops, sorry, Trisha, Trish. No, go ahead and finish. Um, so Marilee, I, if I have like a headache or something like that, generally what I will do is I will take a deep blue capsule and a Copaiba capsule together. That's what I would take during the day if I were having any like some any pain symptoms. Um, at bedtime, I don't throw in that that deep blue. The Copaiba by itself seems to do the trick for me. Thank you. You're welcome. Sorry, Trish. Go ahead. No, that's okay. I just want to let you know we do have a, a hand in Clubhouse. All right. Yes, we do. We have Jerry. Go ahead and unmute. I am unmuted. Looks like you're you done talking. So we'll yes, lower we your can. hand in eight seconds. Yes. How are you? Okay. I'm doing fine. Kokaiva. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. You're breaking up. I'm not sure if it's me or you. So I didn't get what you said. If you can repeat that. Trish, is it me? Is it my computer? It's not, or? It's not no. you. Okay. It's, it's breaking. Okay. He's breaking up for everyone. Yeah, he's, he's breaking it up. Okay. He's breaking up. So, Jerry. Oh, a, a little bit, but a little bit. you're just going to have to say what you need to say quickly because you're. Go ahead. Uh, maybe not. So, Jerry, what I would say to you, um, if we can't, if we can't get you back, um, is feel free to reach out to me in an email um, with that question, and I can get back to you. I'm not sure where you live. I can all give you a call if you know you're in the United States. But um, my email address for anyone, just so I don't forget, is blindessentials at gmail dot com. So B-L-I-N-D-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S at gmail.com. And if we can't get can back you to you. Can you hear me better now? Yes, we can. Okay, Kokaiba. Are you yes. saying that is a pain reliever? It can be. It can be very effective for pain, yes. And it is spelled C O P. A-I-B-A. And pain, like which pain? Any pain? So, um, so like my mom, hers is arthritis pain. Um, yes, my dad you know, my has arthritis pain. That's why I'm Yeah. Um, my mother-in-law sometimes will use Copaiba, just rolling it straight on. She has arthritis in her hands and stuff like that. So sometimes she will roll it onto her the joints in her hands. Um, mm -hmm. Again, it could be taken in, it could be taken internally or it could just be topically applied to the area of pain. And mm -hmm. um, if you re if you reach out to me so that I have your your email, I can send you some information on exactly um, even like a link to a video exactly on how Copaiba works versus like how CBD works. Because um, they both sort of target those same recept CBD um, receptors in, in our bodies that deal with pain. Yeah, well, I'm not sure if I can re remember your email address and I can write it down right now. Yeah, it's 
blind essentials. So if you think of the fact that I'm blind and, okay. and we're talking about essential oils, so blind, yeah, so blind essentials, essentials. at mm -hmm. gmail.com. Okay, I'll try and remember that. And I have okay. one tip to give. Yes, please. If you care for it. Well, yes, of I'm course. not sure. Here, I'm from Canada, so here we okay. can get a cream. It's called Unkers. Okay. With that, that that now that is not a uh, essential oil, but if uh, since flu season is coming around, if somebody has a sore throat, like if you have a problem with swallowing, mm. I've I've uh, have a thing, and for me it works wonders. Taking okay. this Onkers uh, this Onkers cream, putting a couple drops of thieves essential oil it's called which, thieves right which is similar to so thieves is young living and on guard is doTERRA so those two are very okay, similar I thought, okay mm -hmm. i thought you could get yep. thieves in doTERRA too whatever Put, yep. uh, putting a couple drops of that and rubbing it onto your throat i've i had a sore throat a couple of weeks ago i could hardly swallow my wife did that mm. the next morning it was practically gone okay all right. Well, thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. And feel free to reach out to me. So, again, blindessentials at gmail.com. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I will try and do that if I don't forget. Okay. Thank you. Jerry actually... Jerry actually reminded me of something that I was reading while I was looking, you know, while I was writing down my notes for this class. And um, I saw a study that talked about how... Um, lack of sleep actually does affect our immune system and how people who are sleep deprived, their bodies do not um, respond as effectively to like the flu vaccine as those people who are getting enough sleep. So um, if you're looking for your vaccines, if you're a vaccine person, <laughs> just know that, you know, not getting enough sleep does impact our bodies and a myriad of ways. Yes, Trish. Okay, and we do have another hand in Zoom. Jeanette, go ahead. Yeah, for sure. So, I have a general question for you, Haley. Yes. For those of us, um, like when you recommend a regimen, no matter whether it's for sleep or for weight loss or or whatever, is there a consensus about how long it takes for any given regimen to begin to show results? I wish the answer was yes, so that people could actually be like, oh, I tried this and it did or it didn't work. But I mean, the truth is there's so many factors that play into that, right? Because my body, um, who's who I, I don't take any at all prescription medications. And it's not because I'm anti-prescription. I would, I mean, if I get a, mi a migraine that's bad enough that my oils aren't helping with, I will take my migraine medication. So I'm not opposed to medications. I mean, do what works for you, right? The goal is to feel good. Um, but other than like PRN sort of when I need them medications, I don't take any medications. So my body may um, 
be more sensitive to seeing an an impact right away because it doesn't have all these other things that is being bombarded, right? Um, If you're someone that's on five or six medications already, I mean, chances are, you know, you, it may take, it may look very different for you. Okay. So understanding that that is true, is there a point at which you would say to somebody after a certain amount of time, this regimen may not be working for you. For example, yes, um, I- say I do something for sleep, which yes. I do not take medication for sleep. Yes. So I know there's like nothing in my daily routine that mm-hmm. affects that. Right. And I say to you, oh, Haley, I've been taking this stuff for three weeks now and I don't feel a difference. Like, is there a a sense about, you know, when it becomes ineffective? I would, this, for me, I would say this, and I'll tell you why I say it. I would say, give yourself 30 days. And the reason that I say 30 days is because um, most of the supplements that doTERRA sells, they sell in 30 days, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming then that means that their their thinking is that, um, you'll you'll see a difference within those 30 days. Um, like for example, doTERRA's lifelong vitality um, supplements, which is like our baseline um, vitamin system, which has like your omegas, your whole food um, vitamins and minerals, and then your cellular renewal complex. They, that comes in like a, well, it comes in a 30 day supply and doTERRA offers that for people who have never used their LLVs before, it comes with a 30 day money back guarantee. So that tells me that doTERRA is saying that if you haven't seen some improvement in 30 days, please send it back for a full money back, you know, guarantee. And so that that kind of is my, um, I would say, you know, give something those that 30 days to try it and see if you notice a difference. Now you can, you could try something for a couple of weeks. If you start with too much, how do you know what's really working, right? If you start with like, and that's what I tell people when they're new to essential oils, like it's fun to buy a kit, like doTERRA sells lots of enrollment kits that are you know, 10 or 20 or 30 different products. Those are fun. That's fun. I mean, if you already know, like, hey, I'm gung-ho, I love this, I want to try it all. That's great. It's a it's a more cost-effective way, in a sense, when you bundle it like that. But when you bring that much into your house in the beginning, it's hard to know, one, where to start. You can feel a little overwhelmed by it. And then overwhelm can turn into just leaving it on the shelf and not using it at all. But if you're using three different products to address your sleep, then how do you really know, like, could I just be using two? Would one of them be sufficient? I mean, using one would be definitely more cost efficient than using three. So I say start with pick a product of some of the stuff we've list, you know, talked about. Pick one thing and try it. Try it for a couple weeks. Try lavender. See if you notice like a difference or try serenity. See if you notice a difference. If you don't, then it doesn't mean put serenity to the side and decide that that's not for you, but maybe try adding a little something on. Try 
a copaiba soft gel as well and see, huh, did the combination of the serenity and the copaiba, did that make a difference for me? Um, and so it does take a little bit of time, I feel. Um, I mean, some of us are lucky and see a change right away. And for me, that was the case with the MetaPower collagen. I, I took the collagen for hair, skin, and nails <laughs> because I had skin cancer several times and I, I needed like that place to heal and I needed my hair to grow back. Um, I, I started taking the collagen products for those benefits of collagen, but I noticed within, I don't know, two or three days that I was sleeping better. And I thought, huh, what, what have I changed? And the only thing I had changed was the collagen. So I say, pick something and start with something mm -hmm. and give it a couple weeks and see how you feel. And then, you know, you could add something on. But when we're talking about the supplements versus the oils, then I would say, like, give yourself a month of trying it. Okay. And I, I hope that's helpful. You know, we have 12, min 12 minutes right now. Okay. So much stuff, you guys. So I'm just going to briefly mention some of these other oils. Like I said earlier, a lot of the ways to use them are going to be very similar. Um, applying them to the bottoms of your feet, diffusing them, applying them to the back of your neck. Some of them, you know, you could, like I said, you could put in your tea or in your, um, your, your bath. Um, so some of the other oils that are helpful for sleep um, for a variety of reasons are Roman chamomile, I love Roman chamomile. It's um, Calmer is a proprietary brand or a blend of doTERRA's that's in our kids collection. It's in the roller bottle um, as well, um, but it's not just for kids. It can be used by us and our guide dogs because they need to be calmed um, sometimes too, right? Um, Balance is one of my favorites. It's a blend of tree, a bunch of tree oils, black spruce. Um, Native Americans use black spruce a lot in their rituals because they believe that it brings together a harmony of the body and the mind. So bringing together that synergistic harmony of the two can help your body to relax. Um, Balance also has um, cedarwood and... Um, I'm trying to think, holy, frankincense, osmanthus. So it has a lot of the different um, tree oils in it that can be very grounding, thus that it's called our grounding blend. <laughs> um, let me think, past tense. And past tense isn't one that people would typically think of as something to help you sleep because it's quite potent. It is a very... Um, cooling sort of um, pepperminty wintergreeny smell to it but if tension or tension in your shoulders emotional tension is a reason that you struggle to fall asleep then um, this is not only going to help with that tension because of the peppermint in it it's also going to help with any respiratory issues that might be going on that might be preventing you from a good night's sleep and I know people who have used past tense for restless leg syndrome. So um, if you're having those twitches, those muscle spasms that I, I've had it. And I can truly say that of all the health conditions that I may have dealt with in my life, most recently in February when I had a hospital stay um, and I spent, and it was just a day in the emergency room and I spent the day in a hospital bed in an emergency room um, when I got home, 
I was miserable. I wanted to cry. Like my legs just wouldn't. I, I just can't even explain that feeling of how my legs felt. And I just could not fall asleep. I couldn't move my legs to settle them. I couldn't rub them to settle them. I just, there was nothing I could do that would just stop my legs from that uncomfortable feeling that they felt like jumping beans, or I don't even know how to explain it. But past tense has been one of those oils that some people have um, used to combat sort of that restless leg. Um, and it's funny now I'm talking to you about it because I'm thinking, did I even try that? Um, bergamot is a great oil. It's um, the when we think about bergamot, it's it's Earl Grey tea, pretty much. But you can always add an additional, you know, drop of that in. But it's a great anti-inflammatory. So Jerry, you were asking about like pain and stuff. Um, bergamot is a great anti-inflammatory um, essential oil that um, can help also with pain. Um, bergamot also reduces your um, your heart rate and your lowers your blood pressure. And if your heart rate is high and your blood pressure is high, um, you know, your body is going to have a harder time sort of settling down and calming and, and able to fall asleep. So bergamot is another good one. Um, and just the other um, couple other ones before we end here is um, sandalwood, um, cedarwood, marjoram. Um, marjoram is great for those nighttime awakenings. So it reduces those amounts of times that you might wake up in a night. And the one that really spoke to me because of having issues with depression is clary sage. Um, people have found it to be really helpful with um, those dark thoughts or those negative thoughts that sometimes can keep you awake at night. Um, vetiver is another favorite of mine. I put a drop in my belly button every night at bedtime. <laughs> it was just recommended to me. I tried it. It worked. So um eucalyptus if again if respiratory stuff is a contributor eucalyptus is a great oil um not so much for the calming aspects like the lavender and the roman chamomile but more so just to make sure those airways are opened up if that's contributing to um to your sleep issues um and so if you're interested in any of this information you know please do reach out to me and i can send you a list of the oils that we talked about today uh, and there's also, I also have a list of other things, like I said, you know, what does your nutrition look like? That definitely contributes, um, you know, is your body getting enough movement? Are you turning off your phone or your computer or your television, um, you know, in enough time that your body can can relax? Is your, you know, different things, right? What's the temperature like in your house? things like that. So if you're interested in this document that has some of those tips, please do reach out to me at blindessentials at gmail.com. Um, or if you have a question and you didn't get it answered today, I'd be happy to talk to you one-on-one. -on -one. And um, yeah, it's I'll be back next Monday because of what I'm going through right now and because it will be September 11th I think we might do a call on um on that the emotions of essential oils how do we deal with grief and um when we might be struggling a little bit emotionally and so I think that's what we'll no no I'm not that's not written in stone but I think next Monday when we get together um, that's going to be my topic. So if that's if that's you, if emotions are what's keeping you awake, 
um, we'll address some more oils that might help with that. Are we good, Trisha, Darcy? Yeah. Yes, ma'am, at the moment. All right. I, I appreciate everyone being here. And I look forward to spending some more time with you next Monday. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Enjoy your day off. And um, get some rest. <laughs>